Welcome to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Your hosts, Danielle Sullivan, National Director at Curriculum Associates, and Sari Liberis, Senior Manager, Marketing Operations at Curriculum Associates, are here to share actionable tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching and drive student learning. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Danielle. Hey, everyone. It's Sari. Welcome back to the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. We know there's a lot happening right now, and we hope we can provide you with some insights, tips, and best practices, and breathing room from the critical work you do. We are here to support teaching and learning wherever it is taking place. All right. With us today, we are so excited to have another teacher from the Extraordinary Educators class of 2022, Lisa Liptak, who is a first grade teacher at Annie Fisher STEM in Hartford, Connecticut. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to talk to you. If you don't mind just introducing yourself to our listeners, that would be great. Sure. Good afternoon. Um, Again, my name is Lisa Liptak. I teach first grade at Annie Fisher STEM Magnet School in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I'm really excited to be here with both of you and um, just to talk about some of the concerns and some of the issues that I'm seeing, you know, in my um, field right now. Yeah. So let's get into it. I was going to start with how are you and what are you seeing? How are things? um, How are things in your classroom with your students? What's what's happening currently? Okay. Well, you know, um, for the last couple of years prior to the pandemic, Um, You know, working in the primary grades has always been a little bit challenging, but since the pandemic started, it's gotten even more intense. And I think as, you know, a a teacher receiving some of these littles coming into us, you know, we are starting to see, we as teachers are starting to see a lot more, um, you know, traumatic um, behaviors from children. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're getting kids in our classrooms younger and younger who are not able to work through problems. Um, They're not able to really regulate their feelings and regulate, you know, themselves in in a way, in a productive way, I guess what I'm trying to say, Um, just to kind of help themselves explain how they're feeling. They're having real hard time communicating more so than I've ever seen. And I've, I've taught for quite some time. I've taught for a little over 19 years now in various inner city districts. And, um, the last couple of years have, I've seen a real upswing in kids coming in with some real traumatic experience, either things that they've seen, things that they've witnessed, or things that have happened that have happened to them personally. And, um, you know, my colleagues and I am really grateful to have a really great um, team that I work with. Our, our K1 team is phenomenal. And we have really rallied together um, and spent a lot of time trying to think of strategies on how to help these kids to regulate their behaviors, to regulate their needs and their, you know, and just to communicate what they need in a in a way that is positive and productive for them. Because until, you know, we get those types of um, behaviors under control, we really can't proceed to the learning and the academics in the classroom. Um, So that's where we're finding a big need for support. And, you know, as you well know, um, especially now, teachers are leaving the field. Teachers are 
wanting to leave a job that they have been passionate about for many years, but the lack of support that we're getting in, you know, for our kids, for our students is just, um, it's, it's very relevant. It's very real. First off, thank you for sharing about this. It's, it is, it's been real for a while and now you're reading about it, you're hearing about it and you're in the front lines and especially younger students. I mean, it's, it's been trickling more to older students too. Like there's behavior issues. I mean, I mean, all of us, even as adults, we're struggling, like, what does it mean to gather again? And how do we remember our own emotions and feelings? So what are some of the things you and your colleagues are doing or specific um, strategies or, or best practices? And then I would, the second part of that, I would love to know, what do you need mm-hmm. as teachers? What can people really do? Cause I think a lot of people are at a loss of how to support teachers right now. Right. Right. Some of the things that, you know, we, we spend a lot of time role-playing. We spend a lot of time um, teaching kids how to problem solve, how to use our words to problem solve. Um, you know, we start our days off in a circle. We end our days in a circle. You know what I mean by that is we, we let the kids communicate and talk to one another about how they're feeling and why they're feeling that way. And, you know, I really do feel since the kids have been away from one another for a while, and now we're all back together again. So they need to, they need real, real life, um, situations that you can say, oh, that's a teachable moment. Let's stop and let's backtrack and let's talk about this. And we spend a lot of time doing that. Um, We also spend uh, a lot of time collaborating as educators in the classroom, helping one another out. Um, Do you need a role model? If someone's having a really hard day, you know, um, maybe you can go across the hall to the kindergarten room and, you know, be a special helper. And I think that kids right now, at least in my in my school, they're feeling the need for acceptance. They're feeling the need for that that gratification. You know, like I'm okay. I'm doing a good job. Um, you know, the praise goes a long way, even if it's a little a little. You know, hey, thanks for picking that paper up off the ground. Thank you very much. You know, you're really being a a great help to our classroom. They need those kind of positive praise, those words of, you know, I, I do matter, you know, I matter and I, I'm, um, you know, worth that. So it's so true. And I was just thinking the whole time you were talking about this and, and the previous question, like teachers truly are superheroes. You wear so many hats or capes or whatever you want to call them, but, but Mm. what you are doing, it's, it's not just about, you know, teaching the standards or whatnot, like you are doing so, so, so much more. And for that, I just want to say thank you because it is far from easy and just ensuring that every kid is in a place where they feel accepted or know that they um, can communicate how they're feeling is just, and seeing the little things like someone, a student picking up a piece of paper off the floor, it's hard. It's really hard to, to not only do that, but then also do what someone thinks of teacher on paper as, you know what I mean? So, so thank you for that, Lisa. I think something else that you said earlier, I just want to go back to about having to have this foundation and trust before you dive into the, you know, the learning is so, so important Um, And I would love to hear from you. You just named a ton of best practices, you know, role-playing, letting students talk to one another, circle time um, and praise. 
Is there anything else that if teachers are feeling like there's kind of a wall between them and a student right now, or, or they know a student is um, having a hard time in class, like other things that they can do in order to kind of break down that wall or um, just have a student feel more, more understood before they get to, you know, the, the academic piece or anything you found successful? Yeah, um, we just, you know, when, when the kids walk in in the morning, I really, and, and I know my colleagues, uh, share, we all share the same, um, the same view. Um, this is our family. You know, this is more than just a classroom. It's a place where I, they're safe. I want them to be safe. I want them to feel that, um, you know, this is theirs. You know, everything in this room belongs to them and we need to respect it. We have something called um, STEM pride at our school since we're a magnet school. So we really talk to them about being safe at all times. What does that mean? You know, what does that mean being safe at all times? Making sure that you are, you know, walking, making sure that you're not playing with things that might harm you. Um, uh, STEM pride also, the T for STEM, um, thoughtful and caring, being a thoughtful and caring citizen of your classroom. If somebody's having a bad day, many times I see my my students walk over to someone if they notice that they're having a bad day and they'll just gently rub them on the back and let them know, you know, it's going to be okay. We're going to have a, um, you know, we're going to have a good day. And then the E for STEM, we want them to be engaged in whatever it is we're doing, whether it's a morning meeting, whether it's a lesson, any routine that we have, be engaged in it, be present. Um, and then M in the, in the word STEM, manners matter, you know, be kind, be polite, be caring. Um, so all of those things we'd like to promote with our students, at least I, every morning they walk in, I'm, I'm greeting them at the door, you know, a lot of them come in and, you know, they, they come from, they come from some hard, hard um, situations. They're coming in in the morning to their safe zone. And so we really create that here in this classroom until they, from the moment they walk in until the moment they walk out. So just really promoting that family community for them, um, I think has really helped immensely. Thank you for that. And mm -hmm. we're almost at time. So I'd love to hear what do educators need? So you're talking about caring for your students. So, so mm -hmm. what can, what can, listeners or, or what, what can people do to help support educators, you, yeah. your colleagues? Mm -hmm. um, educators need time. Educators need, we are always asking for time. We're asking for support. And what I mean by time is we need time to really look at our class as a whole, but then also look at our individuals that we have in the class and say, you know, we've got 22 kids and it's just me. But out of these 22 children, they have they all have very, very different needs. And we need support um, from our administration. We need support from um, each other. And, you know, I don't know. I can honestly tell you, I don't know what I would do without my, my colleagues and my administrative team um, because they have been supportive, especially during these, these last couple of years. Um, but there is still room for more. You know, we, we still need an all hands on deck um, 
collaboration, so to speak, because there are, like I said, there are so many needs. You know, when I first started teaching, maybe there was one or two that needed an extra, an extra set of hands. But now we're talking about almost half of a classroom might need that extra set of hands. So, you know, uh, extra hands in the classroom is always a welcome support. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Lisa. There's, it's just, it's so overwhelming and, mm -hmm. um, and what you're doing every day is so hard, um, but we really, really appreciate it. And I hope our listeners took away um, tons of best practices and little things they can do tomorrow or later today, if they're listening to this on the commute in. Um, to really, to really support their students um, and themselves too. So thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time and it was so great chatting. It was great chatting with you as well. And thank you. And, you know, even though we're in these challenging times, I wouldn't change a thing. Teaching is my passion. I love it. And we're going to keep going. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you both. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow along as always on Twitter at Curriculum Asoche and on Instagram at MyIReady and be sure to tag us in your posts so we can see the work you do. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, please email extraordinaryeducators at caink.com. Please be sure to subscribe where you listen to podcasts and review an episode if you feel inclined so we can reach more educators. This is about you. We are here for you. So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. This podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates and is the copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. <laughs>